Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comments and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm and we're located in Riverside and we serve the Inland Empire. I'm also a certified financial planner and myself as well as my firm, we are fiduciaries. And if you'd like to know more about our company and what a fiduciary is, just simply go to www.retirementunlimited.com. Now, every week what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is what I refer to as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Let me ask you a question. With all the market volatility that has happened recently, has it changed your attitude about retirement? You know, I read a survey, it was a national poll, and it was a random online survey of about 400 people, but from ages 55 to 60, and it was conducted earlier this month. And it asked the question, did the market volatility rattle you? Will it change your retirement plans? And 96% of the respondents said, no, it won't. But there was another additional question. And it says, if the market were to drop another 10% in market value, would it have a profound impact on your retirement plans? And basically the answer came back is that it would. So the way they look at the market volatility is based upon what's happening with the values, with the underlying values of their portfolio. And if the market value under the survey, if it dropped another 10%, it said basically about uh, 50% would change their attitude about retirement. So the next question was, how long would they continue to work? And if they continued to work, how long would they work? And they said it worked out to be about five years. So on a level, you know, you've got 10.3 million people that are over the age of 65 that are still working. And they went on to ask, how many people think that they'll never retire? So of that group, 23% said they're never going to retire. They never thought about retiring, frankly. In some cases, people just continue to work because they like to work. In other cases, people work because they have to work. So how how do you justify You know, what I'm trying to do is bring this into, and that is when people start to tap into their retirement portfolio, and more importantly, when do they start taking their Social Security? Now, the stats are is that a quarter of the people that are age 62 start taking Social Security. The stats show from one-fourth to one-third of Americans are already claiming Social Security at the earliest possible age. They are at age 62, and what they're doing is they're permanently locking in their monthly retirement benefits. And the decision to claim Social Security is based upon several factors. 
So let, let me just kind of run through the numbers. If you were born between 1943 and 1954, you have a full retirement age. It's what the Social Security looks at is your FRA. And you can start claiming your full retirement age is at 66. And you can start claiming benefits as early as age 62. But to do that, you are reducing your benefit structure from your full retirement age by 25% permanently. Now, if you are born two months, uh, in other words, if you're, as your full retirement age increases, it increases by two months for every birth year between 1955 and 1960, which means a decision to claim early would result in even a larger reduction in benefits with a higher full retirement age. For example, if you were born, let's say in 1960 or later, and you can still claim Social Security retirement benefits as early as 62, your benefits would be cut by 30% versus your full retirement benefit. In addition, people who claim Social Security before their full retirement age and who continue to work are subject to earning restrictions. Now, in, in 2020, if you are under your full retirement age for the entire year and you earn more than $18,240, you have to forfeit $1 in Social Security benefits for every $2 earned over that limit. So what is the lesson in here? So in the year that you reach your full retirement age, there you want to stay in Social Security. You don't want to start it too early. And if you leave it until you are full retirement age, you know, you can start your Social Security. You know, a lot of people are obviously not born just on January 1st, but you can continue to work. And the time that you start at your full retirement age, let's say it's 66 or 67 or somewhere in between, you can earn as much as you want. So if you're continuing to work, your Social Security benefit, you would get the maximum benefit based upon your full retirement age. Now, what I suggest for people is that they delay their Social Security benefits until age 70. If you do that, you are getting a huge bonus. You're getting 8% per year additional benefit on your Social Security. So claiming benefits beyond your full retirement age, age 70, it makes a phenomenal benefit to you as the amount of money that you make. So individuals with full retirement uh, age of 66 can increase their monthly benefits by 32%. For the rest of those people that wait until 70 to claim Social Security, they have a phenomenal increase in their benefit structure. So if you actually compare that to somebody who started, let's say, at age 62, that means that those people that wait till 70 would get a 76% increase in benefits for the rest of their life. And so what I always keep back and I have this conversation with clients is social security is complex. It has a lot of different aspects to it. And a lot of people need help navigating through what is the best way for me to take my social security benefits. It's more complex if you're married and you should need, you should need professional advice. If you're somebody out there that's contemplating, should I take social security? Should I not take social security? Should I delay it? What, you know, my wife, I mean, what's the benefit? She worked, I worked, she didn't work, I worked. I mean, there's all these issues that you need to take into account. We can help you through that. Give us a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. And we can help you through the social security decision process. It's part of building a proper plan so that you can make smart decisions about your money. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm gonna talk about tactical asset management.
You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. You know, the market, of course, has been extremely volatile since the first part of March, the end of February, and values of assets, you know, the stock market dropped and then it recovered quite a bit. And so we're walking into this um, time. And the question, you know, should you rebalance a portfolio? And what, what do you need to consider? You know, so as markets, as they go through these gyrations, the rise and the fall, you know, investors um, really question their exposure. Do they add more risk to their portfolio when the market is falling? Is that the right thing to do? Um, most of the time, when you buy assets cheaper, um, over the long run, that's always a better thing to do. But if you're retired, depends upon where you're, where you are in your life. and the one thing to remember is that rebalancing, and when people talk about rebalancing, you talk about asset managers and what they do, it really is all about managing risk. So rebalancing is not trying to get extra return, although that could be a result, but the goal of rebalancing is to make sure the risk taken in the portfolio is appropriate with the expectation. So as the market starts to go through the gyration, Prior to that, when you're building a financial plan, what you want to do is to determine what your profile looks like. In other words, what is it the risk that you want to take over the long run? And it always goes back to what is the requirement that you want your portfolio to produce? You know, I have clients where we, what we do is we take them through the process and we come up with a required rate of return over, the, over their life expectancy. So building the plan allows us to structure the right profile. So in rebalancing, getting back to rebalancing, a lot of people, they believe that you just don't do anything. In other words, you just buy a particular fund or you buy an index and you just let it go. Other people do a rebalancing on a prescribed method. In other words, they do it once a quarter, once every six months or once a year. But the main goal of rebalancing is to make sure you're taking the appropriate level of risk in your portfolio. And if you don't know what your risk level is, in other words, what is it that the rate of return that you have to achieve, then you're just kind of blind to the marketplace. So what we've done is we've taken a look at how we um, consider the different types of balancing structures. And the one that we look at, the, what we think is the best, and that's where you take a, a look at is based upon a trigger or a threshold. 
In other words, if I go back and take a look at it going back over the last 12 to 13 years, if, if a client um, would rebalance their portfolio based upon volatility-based thresholds, what they did is they lowered the volatility. Now, over that long period of time, their rate of return may not have been significantly more, but their emotions would have been a lot easier to handle because they wouldn't have experienced the downturn. So we look at a lot of different factors. When we look at a portfolio structure, first of all, we look at what does it take to build, uh, what's, what's the right profile? In other words, what's the risk level that a client should take? And then we come up with a required rate of return. Now, a key part of that, of course, is building a very comprehensive plan. Not only knowing what your investments are, but also knowing how you're gonna spend your money. When are you gonna take social security? What if you have a pension, what is your pension? What are your investment amounts? And another key part, of course, is your budget. How do you spend your money? I find more, I find more uh, value in determining how people spend their money rather than how they make their money. Because if I can bring all that information together, I can build the appropriate profile and we can pretty much assure the client that if we need to make a 5% rate of return or a 4% rate of return or a 6% rate of return over the life expectancy, we can build a portfolio that does that. Now, even that portfolio is going to take some, um, it's going to take some rebalancing. And the rebalancing should be based upon certain uh, volatility-based uh, events. So the, the threshold method, when we do that, what we do is we there's there's no prescribed timing. In other words, it's not like once a quarter or once every six months. It's based upon the higher frequency in episodes of market declines. And so we build into the management structure how we are going to uh, either buy or sell or go to cash or get cash equivalents. And what it does is it takes a lot of the downside risk out of the portfolio. It doesn't eliminate it. And like, for example, in 2020, our expectation is because we're at a, at a, a lower profile, right now because of the of the apparent risk that's in the marketplace for most of our clients because they're retired they're not really concerned about making a lot of money at this stage they're more concerned about preserving capital as we move forward so therefore the conversation with the client that's where we have to become very clear as to what the um what the expectations are of this money that you're managing and if you compare your returns let's do the S&P 500 or to the Dow, if you're not fully exposed to those markets, of course, your rate of return in good years like last year is going to be less, but your rate of return this year is also going to be a lot better because you are taking advantage of the portfolio design with a lower profi profile. Now, equity exposure is shown over time that you have to have some equity exposure. You can't just eliminate it and just go all the way to bonds. So whether or not your exposure to equities is 20%, 30%, 40%, so on and so forth. So as you get older, you want to reduce your exposure to equities, but you don't want to eliminate it. But on the other hand, you want to control it. So somebody has to be looking at it. And if your portfolio is large enough, you should be buying individual stocks. Indexes don't give you the very specific, um, how do I say, they don't give you the, the unique quality of companies and that that you know an index just gives you the broad understanding of the portfolio or of the marketplace whereas if you can go in and buy individual equities and if your portfolio is large enough 
it can be achieved and create a much better outcome for you over the long haul. So what you take a look at from the standpoint of rebalancing, whether you do no rebalancing, annual rebalancing, or trigger rebalancing is what we call it, is that your outcome is going to be better. So for example, if I look at the rebound from 2009 to 2011, if somebody just did no rebalance as compared to a trigger rebalance, they ended up with about a 12% better return on capital over that period of time. This is something that we work with a lot because we work with a large group of asset managers that provide us a phenomenal amount of information to help us understand what our equity exposure should be at various points. We're looking at a lot of data and we're making decisions about how should we rebalance those clients. And right now is probably more frequent than we have in the past because the marketplace is showing a lot of volatility and we wanna be able to preserve capital going forward. If you'd like to know more about what we do and how we do it, just give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Maybe we can set up a video meeting where we can talk about your particular circumstances and at least have an initial appointment where we can get a better understanding of, I can get a better understanding of you and you can get a better understanding of our firm and what we do. Just give us, uh, either go to the website at www.retirementunlimited.com or just call the office. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. And of course, the news, I don't know if you're, if you're like I am, I, I pretty much shut the news off because it is one person after another talking about COVID and, uh, you know, the people are getting sick, the people that are dying, the, you know, all this stuff. It just, frankly, it, it's, it's like a countdown and I'm, I get a little frustrated with it. I'm sure that many people out there are going through the same experience, but it's something to be knowledgeable about. And it's something that I want to know what progress are we making regarding developing treatment and or vaccines uh, regarding the COVID. And there's an article out, it's actually in Fortune Magazine, May 2020. And it talks about all the different companies. It's very analytical. It's not analytical, but it's very detailed in the sense that it talks about the three levels of, of care. First of all, it's diagnostics. In other words, they talk about testing. This comes under that part of the article. The other one is treatment. That's, that would be considered the antiviral aspects of it and um, what's happening there. And then, of course, it goes into the last part, the third phase, which is vaccines. But in this article, it talks about the different companies that are pressing right now to um, get a treatment. And they're working on three different parts. So they're on three different fronts. So diagnostic to treatments to vaccines. And the drug, I mean, what's really interesting is that drug companies last year, if you would go this time last year, drug companies were one of the most hated corporations in the world. Everybody thought the drug companies were greedy. Uh, they, 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 they charged way too much for the prescriptions. 
But now all of a sudden, drug companies have moved from the bottom to almost to the top of the list because everybody looks at pharmaceutical companies as the rescue. In other words, the more research and development, the faster that they can get to a, a treatment and uh, ultimately to a vaccine will help us get back to some kind of normality. It's kind of interesting. Nobody in the public is criticizing pharmaceutical companies for spending the money uh, to get a uh, COVID virus treatment. And uh, a lot of the companies, in fact, this article talks about it, but like Gilead Sciences has talked about the drugs that they think that they would produce and some of the things that they're kind of the leader right now in developing a treatment. They're saying they're going to make any profit on that at all. So they want to get it out to the public, um, you know, now here in the United States, but also around the world. And they just want to get their cost out of it. And so a lot of companies, you know, and again, the number of companies that are working on this is astounding. And beyond the companies, you're going to the universities and also within the CDC and other governmental agencies that are in coordination. You have a remarkable number of companies, not only here in the United States, but also worldwide that are working feverishly to try and get a, um, a treatment, first of all, the diagnostic, and then the treatment, and then ultimately the vaccine. There's 70 companies right now, 70 companies that are working on a coronavi coronavirus vaccine. And um, some are getting some breakouts. Even this article is kind of late to the uh, current events that's going on because we're hearing almost on a daily basis either a development or the test results or something like that. But in this particular article, I guess, I guess what I want to get across to you, and if you'd like to have a copy of this, you know, just give me a call, 951-684-7011, um, or just go to my website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com, and we'll send you out a free reprint of this. But it gives you information so you understand what companies are doing what, and where they are as far as the uh, development of their of their prescriptions of their of their particular area that they uh, have expertise in. So the diagnostic right now, you know, most people see the uh, the swab that swab that's going up somebody's nose, but there's a lot of other diagnostic testing going on right now that could be less invasive and be quicker as far as getting results. And the the amount of companies, you know, Thermo Fisher Scientific, LabCorp, Quest Diagnostic, Abbott. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies that are developing some kind of diagnostic tool that would be available for somebody to use. And on the treatment side, you know, we're talking about antiviral Trump. There's 75 coronavirus drugs right now currently in development for antiviral treatment. In other words, not a vaccine, but to deal with the symptoms of the coronavirus. And then when you get to the coronavirus itself, you're getting to a lot. Like I mentioned earlier, there's 70 companies right now that they are um, working feverishly to get to a vaccine and get to human testing to where it's safe. Then they have to, of course, they have to produce it and manufacture it and what it takes to do that. Johnson & Johnson's right in the thick of it. Uh, Moderna is, is, is probably taking a lead right now with some of the things they're doing. But there's, like I said, there's a large number of companies that are spending a phenomenal amount of time to develop a vaccine. And if you'd like to have a free reprint of this, I'd like to send it out to you free of charge. So just go to my, my website, which is www.retirementunlimited, and ask for the article that says, Will Medicine Makers Come to the Rescue? And we'll more, be more than happy to send you out a free reprint so you can be more intelligent and understand better of what's going on out there. 
anything I've talked about on the radio program today, of course, just give us a call or go to the website and ask for it. We'd be more than happy to send you out more information or just give me a call. Phone number is 951-684-7011. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor.